realizing the importance of self-love is realizing that the amount you can love others is directly correlated to how much you love yourself. Welcome to the Who the Fuck Am I podcast. My name is Matthias Johannesson and I'm your host. And today we are going to go in a little to our Valentine's Day vibe extended and talk about love and not the external love that the holiday primarily celebrates. No, but the love that's inside us all, all along. See, and like, why is this so important, right? Because we all hear like, oh, self-love, 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 and it sounds good, and it's like cute on an Instagram post or whatever, and but why is it important? Why, why, why is self-love actually so fucking key? There's many different things to this, and the first thing is that you can only love someone to the extent you love yourself. Let me just say that again, because enough people do not get this. <laughs> you can only love others to the extent you love yourself. See, that's also why it's such a beautiful thing to love yourself. Because by loving yourself more, you'll actually also open up for giving out more love into the world. Self-acceptance, self-love, self-nourishment and all these things are actually... See, the interesting thing is that I feel like it has gotten this rep of being selfish. Or if you love yourself too much, then you're selfish. If you think you're too great, then you're selfish. If you think of yourself as being whatever positive, you can, you can be selfish, right? So what is the greatest emotion? Well, one of them is definitely love. So it makes sense that people would get scared to love themselves because they don't want to be deemed selfish. But the thing is, it is selfish not to love yourself. What happens when you don't love yourself? You get a compliment and you'll say, oh no, no, it's okay. Like, damn, that's selfish. That's taking out of the joy the other person was having of giving you a compliment. Self-love, lack of self-love is what is starting wars. Lack of self-love is what makes people do shitty things in relationships. I speak of experience. Lack of self-love, I was about to say it's the root of all evil, but that may be a little bit exaggerated, but we're getting there, you know? So why am I talking about this so close to Valentine's Day? I'm talking about it because I realize this is what a lot of people are struggling with, this whole concept of loving yourself. See, you might think you're loving yourself, and I'm here to tell you, changes are you might <laughs> parts of you that is what we want with self-love is to love ourselves unconditionally and this is why self-acceptance is so important because when we accept ourselves 
we allow ourselves to love all parts of ourselves. So what most people do with quote-unquote self-love is saying, I am good enough when. I love myself if. I accept, you see, so it is conditions. Unconditional love is having love without conditions. You having to do, be, say, smell, whatever, anything is a condition. That is a condition. So that means at the second you say, I'm good enough when this happens, or I'm good enough when blah, blah, blah. You, you're not loving yourself anymore. You're putting, you're putting yourself on an expectation. It's basically saying, <clears throat> <clears throat> let's say it's the person you love the most. It can be your mother, it can be your brother, it can be your sister, your father, it can be your friend, it can be your dog, it can be your pet toad or cat, or Ratatouille the rat, I don't care. Imagine the way you're speaking to yourself. You said that to Ratatouille the rat. Imagine you said to your mom, or just the person you love the most in the world, the one you really feel close to, that dropped a glass of water. And you're like, you fucking idiot. You, this is not even the first time you do this. You know why you did this? You're, not, you're, you're too distracted again. You're too distracted. You're overthinking. I've said to you, don't overthink. You're overthinking. You're not good enough. Imagine telling that to the person you love the most. So why are you telling yourself that? I'm just going to let you marinate on that for a second. You should speak to yourself like you're the person in the world that you love the most. Because here's the fact, you should be. You should be the person in the world that you love the most. And all of these things, like, it, it's, it's not noble. Self-sacrifice is not noble. It's idiotic. <laughs> Seriously. It's not noble. It's, it's not noble to say to yourself, you know what? I know I really need some rest and love right now. But I'll keep working this job super hard. So I... What? You come on, man. No. No, 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 no. No. Mm -mm. See, self-acceptance, self-nourishment, and self-love all work together. They're like they're they're interconnected and they're like three big important pieces to the bigger picture. So let me try to like break this down for you. So, from, from self-acceptance, right? Let's say, let's, let's make this changeable. Let's say you have something about yourself that you don't like. Let's, something very applicable to most people, your weight. Which, side note, by the way, fuck it. Like, from, from, besides the health aspect, like, I think you should be healthy. I think you should work out. I think you should... Eat a very like I think you should eat amazing plains and greens 
and nutritious food for your sake. But don't for a second think that your value stems from how you look. Just, just can we just please throw that out of the window? Because when a person is radiating, radiating, and authentically being themselves, they they glow, man. Like like you can be quote unquote societally perceived as ugly, but when you have that spark, when you have that glow, you're suddenly a sexy motherfucker, you know. So let's not look in the wrong places of what we actually wrong. That there's just like a little sidestep. So self acceptance, wait. First of all, in order to love yourself, you'll have to accept how you are right now. Because I can guarantee you, even if you get that dream body of yours or whatever, it's going to keep you in a place of extreme stress, trying to keep living up to something to be good enough to be you. And the second it slips, you're sick, you cannot work out, you're on a vacation, damn, that cakes look good, whatever. With the weight increasing, the self-worth is dropping, right? That means if you want to love yourself when you are at that, like, mm, buff, whatever <laughs> place, you have to love yourself now with a little bit of love handles, with a little bit curve. And now, now, you can start expanding. So self-acceptance comes first. Actually, like even before that is self-awareness, if you want to approve something. But right now we are talking about the, the inner nourishment, right? So self-acceptance, first of all. Accept yourself for who you are and accept yourself for where you are. From that, you can move into self-nourishment. Nourish yourself. Because now, when you start working out, it's not a, a, a matter of you trying to become someone you're not. It's not a matter of you trying to be better. No, no, no. Let me say, let me say that again. It's not a matter of you trying to be someone that is better. You're trying to better yourself, right? So the self-nourishment is now that you're feeling your body all of these amazing... Um, what is it called? Nutritions. Nutritions, vegetables, and all of these. I don't want to go too much into pff, this whole diet talk. You can believe what you want to believe. So whatever you think is a healthy diet, doing that is now from actually loving yourself you're doing it. It's from nourishing yourself instead of trying to be good enough. So now your food is not for you to be good enough that you're eating it, but it's because you want to show yourself care in the same way if you, the person you love the most in the world is sad you're not telling them that was the sound of a slap triple slap pull yourself together you're just sitting here watching netflix you would say i understand that you have how having a rough time right now is there anything i can do for you you just want me to be here cool hey man it's okay to be sad that's cool. You just want to watch some Netflix? That's cool too. We can go for a walk. We can watch some TV. We can cuddle. We can... Like, whatever you want to do. Right? Speak to yourself that way. 
Ask yourself what you need. Ask yourself what you want. Instead of what you should do. You should be. So nourishment is actually giving yourself what you want and what you need, right? Improving on yourself. And then self-love, which cannot come before the others. You, you cannot... How can you love yourself if you don't accept yourself? Seriously. I feel this is a huge gap that people like, this is like coming to me live right now. I, I don't think people get this. You cannot love yourself before you accept yourself. How? How would you? How, 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 how can you love something you don't accept? Like, if you don't accept it, it means that you're, you're turning a blind eye to and you're saying, oh, this, this, is not, this is not real. But it is. You are real. And all of your perfect imperfections and, f like, <laughs> like, baby girl and dudettes. Dude and, and babettes and everyone. God damn, listen. Love yourself. You just gotta love yourself. And love yourself unconditionally. And, and really understand that the parts of you that you quote unquote don't love, or might even not accept, are not even your voice. It's not even your voice that you're hearing. It could be something your dad said about himself when you were young. It could be someone, someone said to, something someone said to you in a relationship one time, like, oh, I really don't like when you pulled your hair back like that. Like, I, I fucking had this the other day. Like, I was oh, hitting the microphone in sheer, like, my microphone shield in sheer excitement. So I was taking a shower, and, like, I'm seeing this girl, and I was just like, how does my hair look like, like this? And I was pulling it back. Like, yeah, that's great. And she's actually so sweet. She was like, you look great and everything. Um... And the reason why, so there came a self-doubt for a second, because how it happened was, I look in the mirror. I'm like, okay, okay. So like, slick, Duan Juan, Le Julio, Mario, something like this. Kind of vibe, okay, 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 a little curly on the bottom, this looks good, nice. And then, the voice crept in. Mm, oh, it doesn't look good. You look snobby. Blah, blah. And what hit me like was, damn, my ex-girlfriend said that, oh, if you wear a turtleneck, you're a douche. Or like, if you have your hair bad like that, you're like, we have something like called CBS, like Copenhagen Business School, which is like, <laughs> no hate. It is kind of a type there. It is like, the business kind of vibe, which is cool. It's just not my style, but it's everyone to each their own. To each their own. And she was like hating on that, basically. So how did that affect me? It affected me in the way that I was like, damn, I cannot do this because then I'm not good enough. Whoa, so that didn't even come from myself. That came from someone else. Shit. Shit. A part of this journey is also understanding that, <laughs> which is so crazy, that 
all of the things that's holding you back, like a majority of them are not even yourself. I would actually say no, nothing is yourself. No, no person's limiting belief is their own. They might say it to themselves, but it, at some point in space and time, it was created. It was not by them. It was a projection. And that projection comes from another projection. And that, you see, continues, right? And <laughs> we got to get out of our head. Out of our head in the sense that we stop overthinking because when we overthink, we underfeel. Out of our head in that way. And into our body. And one of the re ways we can do this is by positive reframing. For instance, instead of saying, so I didn't like my hair because, okay, I can't have my hair because uh, then it's snobby. First of all, it's just realizing, okay, it is opinion of someone else. And already grabbing that one. Oh, but an opinion from someone else should not intervene with how I want to look, how I want to feel, how I want to be. Right? It's an opinion, it's not an advice. It, it was even an uh, unasked, uninvited opinion, basically. Not to throw shade on, on any of my exes in general. I My mom used to say that don't ever speak bad about an ex because there was a time and place where you actually loved that person. So even though you might not love them anymore, Respect the time that you did. So, I live by that. And at the same time, I'm learning stuff by going back and being like, oh, damn, oh, damn. And the interesting thing is also that because I didn't have my own self-worth, self-love, what happened is, is all of these things, even though I got it now, and it's increasing day by day, some things will resurface, for instance, with my hair, and I'll be like, why, why am I even caring about this right now? Oh, it's because I'm seeing someone right now. And it's a similar situation coming in a different package. So it's the same lesson. So now with a higher consciousness, I'm able to do this in another way. And so many things have popped up. But because we have a great communication, I told her, like, this has nothing to do with you. This is something that's popping up from a previous relationship. And I want to address it so I can, I can, I can release it basically. Because by me addressing it, I accept it. And by talking about it, I nourish the potentiality of a bond. And by the mutual understanding of both of us that this has nothing to do with either of us. Either of us is just something we have to grow from. That's love. I want you... I want to leave like with, with one last thing, like I made this fucking amazing analogy. In all modesty, modesty of course. <laughs> so you probably heard about like a half circle, like, oh, I'm trying to find my other hole, you know? <sighs> okay, real quick, I just want to say that not in a toxic as like as TikTok or Instagram or whatever portrays toxic, but it's a toxic belief system in the way that you're really limiting and holding yourself back by that. So by you saying, I'm looking for my other half, even just saying like, oh, this is my better half, 
you're saying you're not whole. You're saying you're not whole, you're saying you are not whole. The second you say that someone else completes you, that means by definition that you are currently not whole. So I'm not out here looking for my other half. I'm looking for my other whole. So when two halves, and this is the beauty of the analogy I created, when two halves come together, they create a whole, right? Now, when two holes come together, they create infinity. Ooh! Two circles set by each other creates the sign of infinity. And this, this makes sense. So when you're two halves, you'll just have enough for whole. Like one person, you have enough for one person, a whole, right? But when you're two whole person, everything because becomes infinitely abundant. The abundance of resources, love, time, care, understanding, patience, fucking everything. This is why you should do the work on yourself before buying into this like oversold Hollywood society like gift box option of just like, oh, you need to find someone else. You need to find your prince. You need to find that librarian who lets her hair down. You need, fuck that. Fuck that. Because you will never be able to love someone more than you love yourself. So you have to make yourself into a whole circle. No, fuck, scratch that. You have to choose to make yourself into a whole circle. Everything in life is a choice. Even eating and briefing is a choice. Okay, briefing is the only thing because that's by our parasympathetic... Uh, parasymp I cannot pronounce right now, but our, it's automatic. <laughs> eating is a choice. Going to work is a choice. Drinking water is a choice. Oh, but it has consequences, right? Everything has a consequence. So if you don't need to drink, you die. Doesn't mean you have to. It's a choice. You don't have to do anything. You choose to do things. So choose to become a whole circle. Because when you meet someone who's a half, it's gonna taste weird. It's it's not gonna it's not gonna feel right. That's because you're whole now. And you feel the amount of love you can give the other person doesn't match the amount of love that person gives you. The way and amount you love yourself directly translates to the amount you can love someone else. With that, I wish you abundance of peace, joy and love. And remember to watch your wording to see magic effortlessly unfold in your life. Peace!